0: I'm still in time to wish you happy Chinese New Year. According to the lunar calendar, this is the year of the tiger. Allow me to share with you a story of a tiger. A tiger was getting married and he, on, he was on the stage with his bride. And all animals came and attended the wedding. Every animal stood at a distance and wished the tiger. A cat came and climbed on the stage and danced, then extended his hand to the tiger to wish the tiger. The tiger roared in anger and said, how dare you come on the stage? Even the lion is maintaining its distance and yet you climbed on the stage. The cat replied. And after listening to what the cat said, the tiger fainted. What do you think the cat said to the tiger? Any guess? The cat actually said, I was also a tiger before I got married. According to the lunar calendar, this is the year of the tiger. I was born in the year of the tiger. Praise God that I still remain a tiger. (laughs) Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, indeed we want to thank you for the celebration, for the reunion that we have during the Chinese New Year. Father, as we listen to your words today, this morning, we just ask that you open our heart and open our ear so that. Your words will convict us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Everyone wants to be somebody. After the recent big flood in Selangor, a lady minister was seen washing the five-foot way at a shop using a water pressure gun. But no rubbish could be seen on the floor. Was Chui just acting to get attention? In fact, Chui is already a minister. Chui has a lot of attention. But Chui wants some more attention. Because attention could draw importance to a person. Some years back, a few congratulatory messages were published in the local newspaper to congratulate a friend on getting the award of the title of Datuk from Peninsula Malaysia. The investiture ceremony was not conducted in the palace, but at the public hall. Few days after the publicity, it was discovered that it was a con job. Instead of getting the sense of importance, my friend was shame. Fortunately, a few months later, he managed to get the, do- the title of Dr. Sri from another West Malaysian state. He managed to become somebody. In the eyes of the world, everyone wants to be somebody. The conversation between Jesus and the disciples, described in today's passage, happened during the journey Jesus made with the disciples from north of Galilee to Jerusalem. It is indeed a disciple training. Journey, But during the journey, the disciples were fighting to be somebody in Jesus' team. Let us look at the first part of today's passage from verse 35 to 41. Can we read together? 35, then James and John, uh, or JPD. Came to him. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. They replied, Let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places Belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. In the search to be somebody, this passage shows two mistakes we commonly and annoyingly make. That is, we are slow to learn. Secondly, We don't know what we are asking for. In verse 35, James and John asked for a blank check from Jesus. They said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. But Jesus was also very smart. He asked for clarification or the specific request. And what was the request? They request, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. Indeed, James and John were slow to learn. They thought Jesus would be recognised as the Messiah in Jerusalem and would set out his kingdom on earth they thought Jesus would be king. To be at the important seat of at the right and left of the king definitely would be a great honor and glory. Earlier in verse 33 and 34, Jesus had told them in no uncertain terms that he would be condemned to death in Jerusalem. Let us read verse 33 to 34. Verse 33. We are going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to to the Gentiles who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him, Three days later, He will rise. In fact, before this occasion, Jesus had told them about His death in Jerusalem on two other occasions. That is described in Mark 8.31 and Mark 9.31. Mark 8.31 states. He then began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teacher of the law, and that he must be killed after, and after three days rise again. Mark 9.31 says, because he was teaching his disciples, he said to them, the son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of men; They will kill him. And after three days, he will rise. Jesus has told the disciples about his death in Jerusalem on three occasions. And yet, James and John still asked to be at his right and left. The disciples were slow to learn in fact we are also slow to learn the second mistake that the disciple made and we made is we don't know what we are asking for james and john didn't know what they were asking for who were at the right and left of jesus at the crucifixion it was it, too robust. Surely, James and John did not want to be crucified at the right and left of Jesus. They want to be in the VIP seat, to be prominent. Luckily, their request was not granted. Similarly, many a times we do not know what we are asking for when we pray. So, many a times our prayers are not answered because only God knows what is best for us. But deep inside, we learn to be somebody. And James and John apparently approached Jesus when he was alone. They asked to be on the right and left of Jesus. They thought Jesus would be the earthly king. They wanted to be right next to Jesus so that they would have the high position. They would have influence, power, and authorities. In fact, all the disciples have argued about who was the greatest. It was stated in Mark nine thirty three and thirty four. Mark thirty three and thirty four stated they came to Capernaum and when he was in the house, he asked them, "What were you arguing about on the road?" But they kept quiet because on the way they have argued about who was the greatest every disciple wanted to be the favorite one of jesus they all were angry with james and john when they got to know the request of the two as described in verse 41 when the twen- 10 heard about this they became indignant with james and john we also have profound longing for importance. The question then is how to be to become somebody of significance? Let us find the answer in the second part of today's passage. That is, verse 42 to 41. Can we read together? Mark chapter 10, verse 42. To 45. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus actually pointed out that on top of the two mistakes just mentioned, the disciple also had wrong idea about greatness and had used wrong indicators for greatness. Did Jesus stop the disciple wanting to be great? No. Jesus never refused the disciple for wanting to be great. It is okay to be great, but, and Jesus agreed that there was a place for greatness. However, we have wrong idea about greatness. Our idea of greatness Is that recognized by the war? The world's view of greatness of a man is judged by his wealth, his position, his vehicles that he was driving, his social standing, and his influence, and also his authority. Are we not seeking... For all those things, we think that getting a word of the thought will make us great or somebody. We think the many followers of our Facebook or Instagram will make us somebody. Those are wrong ideas of greatness, making one somebody. We look at Mother Teresa. Who had lived among the poor? She dedicated her life to caring for the destitute and dying in the slums of Calcutta. She set up soup kitchen, a leper colony, orphanages, and a home for the dying destitute. She treated the lepers, educated the poorest of the poor, and fed the homeless. Chui Treat them like her family. She was a Roman Catholic nun with no power and position. She just served humbly with dedication. It was her posture, her serving that made her great, that made her to be somebody. So it is not power or position, but Posture produces greatness. It is our posture in serving God that makes us somebody. We also use wrong reference for greatness. Often, we compare with others. Or, oh, he is driving a bigger car. Or, oh, he has a bigger house. He go for holiday more times. It is the common attitude. Those are wrong indicators. We are also concerned of what other things and say about us. But remember, often people can lift us to the top and suddenly will drop us the next moment. This is especially true in the current political scene of Malaysia. So comparing with others does not lead us anywhere. What does Jesus say about greatness? Verse 43 and 44 State, Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. So the answer is, to be great, one must serve, and to be greatest among the great, one must be a slave. In verse 45, 45 Jesus continue, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. It tells us to serve just as Jesus has served. Does it mean that we have to die as Jesus in order to serve? No, Jesus has sacrificed himself according to God's will. What is God's will for, for you? It could be just your simple routine task that you have to do. It could be looking after your sick parents. That is God's will for you. Whoever serves. According to the will of God is great. He is somebody. Hence, a servant of God is somebody. We should serve with the posture of serving God. Let us look at two servants of God serving God with the right posture. First. Is King David, we all know. He is a man after God's own heart. He has been a shepherd before he fought Goliath. He never intended to fight Goliath. He was actually visiting his brother, bringing supplies to them, and the brother was at the battle lines. Then that is the time when he first saw. Goliath, challenging the Israelite army. So David volunteered to fight him. King Saul tried to stop him. David told King Saul how he had struck and killed the lion or the bear to rescue his sheep. He told King Saul that it was the Lord who had delivered him from the lion and the bear he declared that the same Lord would deliver him from the hand of Goliath, who had despised the armies of the living God, the Israelite army. So when David went to confront Goliath, he did not wear the armor of the soldiers. He just refused to wear that. He just armed himself with his usual shepherd staff and his usual bag, and he picked five smooth stones, stones from the stream, and a sling. With that, he approached the Goliath and declared that he came against him in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God. Of the armies of Israel, he said, "The Lord will hand over to me, and I will strike you down and cut off your head." I stated in First 1 Samuel 1746. David actually killed Goliath by striking his forehead with a stone shot from his sling. He put the stone sling, he just then the stone flew and hit the forehead. So he killed Goliath. David had no intention to be great, but to save his people from the ridicule of Goliath. He had the right posture in doing God's will. Another God servant is the Chinese evangelist. Doctor Johnson, through his preaching, thousands in China had come to know Christ. He also came to Southeast Asian countries, namely Singapore, Thailand, Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, Indo-ne- uh, and Burma or Myanmar. He also came to Cebu and Surigao. When he left Cebu by boat, hundreds of brothers and sisters were at the wharf crying to bid him farewell. That is, that was how what impact he has even with a single visit. He was born in Putian, Fujian. That means he is a Henghua. His father was a pastor. He began to help his father to preach when he was only about 12 years old. People addressed him as a small pastor. He enjoyed the preaching and helping his father in ministering. One day, he realized that his intention of helping his father Ministry was to seek attention for himself. The serving is self focused to seek glory for himself. He repented, and since then, he had the right posture in serving. He was intelligent and hardworking. After finishing his high school in 1919 in China, he was offered a scholarship to study at Ohio Wesleyan University in USA. He started his life in Ohio, America, with only six US dollars. Unfortunately, the scholarship only offered to pay for the fees, so he has to find expenses to support his daily living, so he has to work part-time. He studied chemistry, supposed to be a four-year degree course, but he managed to finish the course in three years and graduated in 1923 at the age of 22 years. He went on to study for a Master's Degree in Applied Chemistry at Ohio State University. And he obtained the Master's Degree in a year. He was then determined to be a chemistry scientist. However, the voice asking him to be an evangelist kept on stirring him. He, no matter, he continued his study and obtained a PhD, his PhD in chemistry in March 1926. He became an assistant lecturer in the university. If he carried on lecturing there, definitely he would become a professor and he would have a very comfortable living. However, the voice asking him to be an evangelist kept on stirring him. Six months later, he decided to study theological course, and he went to New York Union Theological Seminary. During this period of time, he heard God's voice and saw vision. On the night of 10, February 1927, he had a vision of Jesus on the cross, and he was reborn. He did not finish the theological course due to sickness, and came back to China by ship in October 1927. During the journey on board the ship he saw fellow Chinese smoke opium, gamble, then foreigners saw this and remarked that the the Chinese were worse than the dog. That really uh, impacted him. After that, He threw away the golden key awarded for his PhD into the sea. He determined to be an evangelist to save the soul of the Chinese. That day, he recorded in his diary, I resolved to evangelize in China. I'm willing to die in exchange for the salvation of my countrymen, my fellow countrymen. He did so and evangelized throughout China till his death in 1944. Unfortunately, only at the age of 42. If you are interested, you can get a copy of the book. That is uh, his lost diary, refound. Uh, it, it is a very impactful uh, book. Unfortunately, it is a Mandarin. So we as believers of Christ and children of God are designed for greatness, when we become children of God, actually we are designed for greatness. But often we are slow to learn and we don't know what we are asking for. Further, we have wrong idea of greatness and use wrong indicators to measure greatness. There is a place for everyone to be somebody when each one does the will of God. One may say that, I do not know what is the will of God for me. Actually, what we have been doing could be the will of God for us. A very simple task of looking after the family, Looking after our parents, or all the small things that we are doing, that could be the will of God. Well, we also must open our ear and our heart to God, just as Reverend Jabez in his New Year message remind us to have happy New Year. Renew our ears to listen to God's voice, then we will know the will of God for us. Then respond and take action to be his servant. Look at the two servants of God, namely King David and Dr. Johnson, who has submitted to God's will and faithfully carry out what was required from them with the right posture of humility for God's glory instead of own glory. Hence, to be somebody is to become servant of God humbly at all times. What is God saying to you and me right now? Is he telling you be somebody according to the world or be servant of God's will? Let's pray. Father, indeed, thank you that we are your children. And as your children, you want us to be great. But Lord, we need to have the right attitude, the right posture, and humbly serve you. Father, we ask that you strengthen us and so that we can continue to serve you humbly with the right posture, even though we may face many challenges. Father, we commit. All the brother and sister onto your hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.